0: Reach the Rugby World Cup quarter-finals. Not even a typhoon can blow them off course. Welcome to the Welsh Rugby Union podcast over Fiji shows steady progress in Japan, says back-rower Josh
1: Navidi. There's a lot more still to go. We're working on things out per and right each week, and we just keep moving forward and keep improving through the tournament.
0: Schools Colleges League has long-term objectives, says Conic Cigars, ERA
2: 7s. Nice to win games, but the important part for their development is the environment we've got, so it it does provide them with a a good stepping stone really into the, the pro game if they're lucky enough to get there. Well, the Indigo group Premiership is certainly proving
3: to be tough this season. I just think the league will be a little bit more compact. That's my experience when there's always been 12 in the Premiership. And no one's ever really cut the loose.
0: Have a very great step. Someone with many years of experience at that level. More later, but we'll start out in Japan, of course. Typhoon or no typhoon, the Wales win over Fiji guaranteed a quarter-final place, almost certainly against France rower Josh Navidi was delighted with the resilience Wales showed after a tough opening against the Fijians.
1: Yeah, that first ten minutes, we knew what kind of game they were going to play and um, fair play to them. The first ten minutes they brought it and they executed it well. Obviously, the offloading game and big bunch of boys and just... We didn't capitalise on the first 10 minutes, but we slowly grinded them down, and then towards the end of the, the first half, we, we came back into it. When you have those big guys like Tua and running at
4: you, is it just a case of just trying to get them down as any way you can, where at them sort of thing?
1: If you go low on them, they're going to offload it. If you go high on them, they'll try and bump you as well. So it's a tricky one, but I think we did deal with them at times in the second half and um just first half they played well and they were on fire to be fair yeah having come through that though and one with a bonus point obviously does that give you enormous confidence because you're essentially not going to face a team that attacks like that in the world cup are you yeah well they've got a lot of flair and the way they play is unique to fiji and hands down it they got the best offloading game out there and obviously it was their last game they came up firing but um, we move on to Uruguay now and look forward to that are John and Josh up and about and how are they doing in there? They'll be alright I think just a few niggles is going to be well, straight away day after still going to be sore so we'll see on day two what will they, they like Are they the biggest team you played against in your career do you think? No nah, Montpellier <laughs> it's one of the biggest teams obviously the French teams are always massive but they were just or I said to the boys like they all over six foot four, and if you try and go low on them, they're gonna offload, and then if you go high on them, they're gonna try and bump you. They, they're good side, and the strong boys, and they played well, and um, they did take it to us. What we take from this victory then? Just obviously discipline at times uh, let us down. Uh, just shutting off their offload game early on, but uh, in the second half we did stop it. But it's just going into Uruguay now and just look forward to that Do you fancy another game in a few yeah, days? I'll, <laughs> be, I'll see how the body's like but it's feeling alright at the minute, a few bumps and bruises but you always going to get there. so yeah, yeah. And then it's got a lot of forwards fit but maybe not so many backs so you think um, James Davis or Justin could move out? Depends how everyone pulls up tomorrow and see what side the coaches want to pick Having qualified now for the course finals, you, you know you're through, is this where sort of the real stuff starts? I mean after the our game, it's knockouts all the way, isn't it? Yeah, well, obviously looking forward to guys, because we'd like to get top seed and then we can concentrate on the, the quarter-finals then, keep, Move forward through this, it's knockout stages really and it's, it's been our mindset from thing, we're just going game by game and just doing it that way. When you get to the quarterfinals, you'll be back here and you know that you're going to be playing against England or France, beating them both recently, so you've got the upper hand psychologically on those two. Yeah, you could say so, but it's World Cup, so it's, it's a different ball game, and uh, yeah, we, we look forward to it, but as I said, we're looking forward to Uruguay and obviously get that, start that game. Yeah. Were you pleased with the way you you, know, you actually shut it out, because when they scored the penalty try and James was yellow card, it you know, maybe looked a little bit dicey there, but the character you guys showed to show to actually... Yeah, from, yeah, well, part of the game now is, is a lot of yellow cards, and... I saw a fact that was the number of yellow cards recently, but it's the way the game's gone and you've just got to deal with it on the pitch and um, obviously tying up in D, you can't just overcommit the rucks and you've got to be mindful that you are a player down. So but boys defended well at the end of the first half and second half and um, here we got there in the end. It's just the, the start wasn't the best, but hands down Fiji, they, they came out firing.
2: Even one man down, you won that 10 minutes, 10 to 7. You you score, managed to score a try and to win the, the 10 minutes. So Yeah,
1: well, it's just all about applying pressure and keeping hold of the ball and just being mindful we were number down, but we can still play with a man short. So, yeah, it's good to have that positive. How much more do things to come from the team? You know, A bit of a scare, but ultimately you've got a perfect record. There's a lot more still to go. with working on things out. And right each week, and we just keep moving forward and keep improving through the tournament.
0: Wales coach Warren Gatlin got exactly what he expected from the Fijians. We knew Fiji were going to be tough. They were very good in the last 15 minutes
4: or so against Georgia, started really well against Australia, and they've got some absolute world class athletes. Um, so for us, it was disappointing to see a uh, penalty uh, right from the start of the game and the, the score of So. I would have taken
0: 14 million down to finish with a bonus point um, when uh, I thought it showed some, some bright character. While Captain Alwyn Jones felt credit should be given to the South Sea Islanders.
5: The policy piece for the result, we knew the future were be dangerous as they always are, more dangerous in fact, but the news coming into this one, you know, we started reading, we were off here, we hit ourselves and we on up on the uh, right territory and it's difficult to start but to turn the to six, six, two, two parts, and do that, so it's been both harsh and perhaps the allergies still get resolved four tries, it is pleasing, um, but it's by no means it perfect There's it a bit of work on to you know, forward and that's a
0: decent Some knocks and bumps which leaves Warren with some interesting selection decisions for the final game against Uruguay. Some players are going to do their cap, particularly the
4: legs, we made over 6-2 split, 6, two, six to to and we've got some pretty. Who may, who may look at that, obviously Eddie Pax has talked about, to and then Elia Williams. Uh, we've been running a hell of an a lot of team as well during uh, trainings and he looked uh, pretty sharp here too, so we'll, we'll just weigh those options up in terms of we he can do a good job for us, and I think Gareth Davis, when I'm about today, we uh, talked a little bit about the Simon Thomas, yeah, he, did, he did a good job for us too, so we're good. Players who would be a little bit unfamiliar, but we have young players in training um, covering those positions, um, and with the short turnaround, pushing some players up, and and hopefully we're good enough
0: to to be able to do a job on on Sunday to to secure the win. You're listening to the Welsh Rugby Union podcast. a while longer in Japan, but the season's fully underway back home in Wales. Part of that is the Schools and Colleges League. Unbeaten starts for colleague Kamauith, colleague Segar and Collegue Gwent. Time to hear a few more hopes for the season. Some of the coaches talking to
2: Liz Jones. Iris Evans, head coach, colleague Segar.
6: Hey Ross, how are you looking at this season?
2: Quite an old team this year, so hopefully the boys will you know stay fit, because the depth maybe is not what it has been in the past. But one we're best 15s on the park, I'm sure will be a match for most teams.
6: And is that the aim? Is it important to get the wins and results at this age, do you find, for their development?
2: Probably not for their development. It's always nice to, to win games, but the important part for their development is the environment we've got, you know, and the support they have, you know, the conditioning support, the physiotherapy support, the, the analysis that they get. So it, it does provide them with a, a good stepping stone, really, into the, the pro game if they're lucky enough to get there.
6: And they learn from last season
2: yeah exactly that feeling last year when we lost the final and hopefully we can turn those uh, wrongs right this year you know it's going to be a big challenge lots of good quality teams out there but uh, hopefully we'll be good enough to compete again this year
6: obviously come out be the main contenders again to hold on to the title and who else are you looking out for
2: yeah come either are always very strong so they'll definitely be there I think uh, the Cardiff and the Vale are, are, are confident with the, the group of players they've got as well, and I'm sure one or two of the other teams will put their hands up. But uh, it's about really, you know, trying to be the best that you can be, and hoping that's good. It's good enough.
6: And with the kind of hindsight and experience, how do you feel this tournament has helped to develop? Players obviously with your kind of every hat on and everything
2: else. Yeah, it develops players at all levels in the community game. You know, the semi-pro game and the pro game. You know, there's a number of players who come through our system who are playing um, at all levels. You know, you know, lots of playing in the A team at the moment. Scarlet, so we've got a good proportion in the senior squad as there as well. So. It goes to show that the pathway works in, in partnership with the, with the Scholars Academy and, the, and what they do. Together, I think we seem to be been able to develop uh, a good range of players, really, to, to the next level.
6: And are you excited at the start of the season? Oh,
2: it's always excited. New group of players, isn't it? and no new challenges. Goal always is trying to get to the final but also hopefully we can uh, progress one or two of the players into the international reckoning as well.
6: There's not much of a gap is there between players they might be playing in this competition and they could be playing at a much higher level within a year or two.
2: Oh definite you know we've had players you know, play semi-pro whilst they're still in college I know Glantaf this year got two boys playing 18 rugby this year you know so it goes to show the quality of the competition and it goes to show the environments that we've got it helps them develop and grow into potential professional international players
7: Matthew Jones rugby coordinator at the College
6: College Matthew what are your expectations for this schools and colleges league this season
7: um, you know, it's, it's always difficult to say, isn't it? Every year there's a there's a new turnaround of, of, of players. We're comfy with the boys we've recruited. Uh, we, th- we think we've recruited quite well. So um, the difficulty thing has been lately. They've been in their, their regional block. So, um, you know, we need to get these boys uh, ready and, uh, you know, get a, an understanding of that. That jump from under-16s to under-18s is a big one and, and the competition they're playing in is, is a very, very high standard one. So they're going to be up against the best of the best. So it's uh, it's making them realise they're going to have to start well and um, you know if we do that who knows we'll uh, we'll take each game uh, as it comes
6: this level of um, rugby in the dragons region is on high it's going well last season is that gonna continue there's a competition for places etc dragons and routines and uh, newport doing well as well you know what are the expectations for the season
7: yeah under 18s the Dragons seem to do very well uh, it certainly was the case last year I think they won the, they won the competition there and um uh, the under 16s last season not so well, but they they have a knack to to get to under 18s level and turn it around. So I suppose that's what this league is about. It's it's that transition. It's, it's giving them that experience and and seeing how quickly they can a- adapt to this league. So yeah, that that's the plan. And myself and the other coaches are are quickly trying to get them ready for what's to face. You know, we're confident as a coaching group that we can do well, but the competition is is very tough. You know, you come out with your colleagues cigars, you know, your Carlton Vales are gonna be very strong this year. So we know it's gonna to be tough. But we know if we turn up and do our best every game we'll make it difficult for teams to beat. But it's just getting our mentality now that they can't just switch it on when kick-off starts, it has to be a, a build-up and they have to be focused in good time, ready for that game because, um, you know, the calibre, these teams are, are ruthless in this league and um, you've seen in the past the, the amount of international players there are in your colleague boys, your, your colleague cigars, etc. So these boys have to be mentally and, and physically prepared. So we, we've done everything and we'll continue to do everything we can ready for this season.
6: And is there a case of looking ahead, at developing... Future Dragons players? etc it or is it about winning this league?
7: No, of course it is. I mean, it's we're here to produce future Dragons players. There's that uh, you know everybody wants to win as well, but the bigger picture is of uh, producing those players for the Dragons. We you know we work closely together with the academy coaches, so that's the aim. Uh, it'd be nice to obviously to win as well uh, as, as an ex-player. You know that that competitive side's always in you, and um, but you know individually there's players there who shine and kick on and i will be the same for this season. I mean if we can get uh, a few more players into the Dragons 18s players or into the Wales under 18s then that's fantastic news for us as a college and the relationship we have with
8: the Dragons. Stephen Jones, Gower College head coach.
6: Stephen, how are you looking forward to this um, Scores and Colleges League this year?
8: Same as everywhere, really excited to see the new boys come through and see them develop over the 12 months and see where they get to at the end of the year.
6: What are your aims this season?
8: We always say you know, we want to win you know, X amount of games but I just want to see these boys kick on, develop physically and, and, and develop the understanding of a game and see, you know, see, hopefully push boys into regional rugby and then international rugby at the end of it.
6: You've been involved for a while now, how have you kind of seen the, the benefit of this competition for not only for the college but for seeing boys progress up the ranks?
8: Oh, it's huge. It's, uh, the level of play in this college league is probably the highest you can get from 16 to 18. So it's huge for the players, it's huge for developing coaches and players alike. And um, you're going to see the players in the world squad now. I think most of them will come through the college league at some point, and it's only going to get better and better. And it has over the last five or six years since I've been involved.
6: And does it help to have regular rugby throughout most of the season?
8: Yeah, I think it's actually set pretty well. Now, also you've got the regional age grade coming up to pretty much finishing now. Then you've got the college block back into regional and then hopefully back into international if you're good enough, you know? So it's like a consistent
6: high level of rugby throughout the season,
8: really. It's also your building blocks, isn't it? You, you're stepping up that ladder and that's what you want to do. Instead of being pulled from pillar to post, you know where you're starting and where you want to get to. And it's a certain little steps all the way through. you know, you got college into regional, into international. It's, it's going to be a winner.
6: As a former front row player, what's your input in your young players your young charges now
8: it's just getting them to develop in aspects of the game where some maybe club rugby and schools rugby don't let them develop if that makes sense so the finer details or also the line out you know defence plays it's just letting see his kids grow and play and really see how far they can go and where they can develop and hopefully we can help them in that journey
6: is there a sense that it's more than just doing well in this competition that there is a sense of developing players for the future
8: I think the majority of the colleges and schools in this league, you know, we all want to win. But I think at the end of it, we want to give these players the best opportunity to kick it on, which obviously will improve regional rugby, which obviously will improve international rugby in, in the future.
6: And with your Bridgend hat on, how are things going there? Yeah,
8: it's early days yet. You know, we've got a new coaching group, a new bunch of players. So it, it's testing times, obviously, you know, it's enjoyable, it's new for me, but it's uh, build-out game and kick on for the Merthyr game we got in uh, mid-October
6: big achievement to stay up last season and then to kick off from there.
8: Yeah, no, we all really worked hard. It was four down, which was obviously, it was always going to be a battle, but I didn't think we deserved to be where we were. We should have been higher with the games we lost by one or two points, so hopefully we can build on our success now and really look up instead of looking behind ourselves all every week.
9: I'm Steve Williams from Witchurch High School, Director of Rugby and Assistant Head.
6: Steve, what are your aims as part of this competition this season?
9: Our aim has always been mainly developmental, let the boys play at the highest level possible. That's why it's such a good competition. Brings in sort of a, a semi-professional sort of levels into a schoolboy setup. And obviously we want to do as well as we can in the league as
6: well. How do you rate your chances at this stage?
9: We've got a good side, but we've got a very small squad. We don't have strength in depth with the school as it is that we do only A-level. Okay, There's only a certain type of student that we will attract, but on the other hand we're well satisfied with what we got and uh, okay, we hope that we'll be up there, thereabouts.
6: And obviously you've got you know, develop the sports people you have over the years, but is, yeah. it's important to be in this competition. It's vital for the development of your players.
9: Well, that's right. Okay, you always want to play at the highest level possible, and uh, this is what's available from the Welsh Rugby Union at under eighteen level. And uh, so it gives the boys the opportunity to find out what sort of semi-professional sport it is. Okay, what work you have to do to work at that level. Besides, of course, okay, with the amount of work that they have to do as well, and also to fit in uh, within the school ethos, which is uh, sort of multi-sport. You know, we're not a rugby school where rugby is one of our sports. So, and uh, we try to make sure that all those sports are played at the highest level possible.
6: And you compete at other levels as well, in terms of schools' competitions?
9: We play right across the board. I mean, our development plan is from five years of age in the junior schools, right the way through to 18. We have sort of uh, 50, 60 players in year seven, and then by the time we get to year 11, we're down to about sort of 30. So I think we're pretty competitive with sort of all, all, all age groups, and we have management teams at all age groups as well.
6: More and more interest from girls as well across
9: the school. Girls uh, rugby is now starting to flourish because of the work we've done in the junior schools. Year 7 and 8 is is looking quite promising. This year we had our first uh, Welsh international lady in year 12. I guess she played for the Welsh 7s. A couple of games into the Indigo Group Premiership
0: and it's certainly been a competitive start. Cardiff topping the early season table. Again... It's a chance to hear from a few of the coaches about their hopes for the season.
3: Greg Woods, head coach, Eberville, RSC. So what are the expectations in in Eberville this season? Be competitive. You know, I think we started out with the vision last year. You know, we want to win as many games as we can, go long in the Cup. I think it'll be a real tough league this year.
0: We're in Merth, obviously won it last year. You're one of the teams that's been challenging them without quite getting over the sort of line, so to speak. Can you do that this year? We've got to beat them sometime. <laughs> you know, we we've certainly taken them
3: close, you know, especially in the cup games we had with them. You know, look, they're very powerful, very organized. No debate about them beating us twice last year, where we knew where we were against them, we, we come up short. But for us it's about making sure we're in the premiership again next year, you know, and make no bones about it. It's as tough league as they come we got to make sure we turn Eugene Cross into a fortress which has been very good for us in the past and hopefully that'll continue
0: Rhys Jones obviously a massive part for you last year gone to Merthyr this year who's come in for you who's going to be important
3: I just think the core group of players that have stayed really I think they continue the journey for the club and you know when you look at our front five and our pack and people like Ashley Sweet our captain Joe Franci, Ross Jones Rob Sevenoaks you know they've given a lot to the club and the club for the right reasons have, have made Financial decisions, which we all agree with, to, to make sure it's sustainable going forward. And people like Reach, you ain't going to replace. You know, we brought young local boys in. Ethan Phillips from Bryn Maw, really excited about him. But it's not about being the next Reese Jones, he's got to be the Ethan Phillips of Eberville. And uh, like I said, I've got some fantastic young talent up there. It's our job to make them better, you know, and get them ready for premiership. And, uh, you know, the core group of players are a pretty special group in Ebu You know, I, I work with some good teams and that heart of that team is, you know, we're pretty tough to beat and, uh, you know, we'll need our spirit this year, no doubt. So
0: are you set targets? You?
3: No, I, 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 you know, I want to win every home game. I want to be challenging. I want to be going far in cup competitions. You know, I want us to be compete. You know, competing in everything. You know, winning three tournaments this year, you know, the League Cup and the well, Scottish, we want to win it. And in all fairness to the every players, they got that drive as well.
0: In terms of the 12 teams, is the whole standard going to be that much higher, that much more competitive?
3: Yeah, I just think every point is up for grabs, you know, and especially if you lose, you've got to make sure you come away with something. You know, if you have a couple of defeats on the trot, you know, you'd be looking down and up. That's the 12. So I think the race was always the 10th last year. I just think the league will be a little bit more compact. That's my experience when there's always been 12 in the premiership. No one's ever really cut the loose. You've just got to make sure we collect enough points as early as possible.
0: The one of the, one of the teams that, that have gone, one of, somewhere where you'll know a lot of people, saw a lot of friends. That makes it within Gwent that much tighter, that much more competitive as well, presumably.
3: <laughs> we went from Gwent Derby every week last year with you know five sides in there, Duny and Newport and I think that changes the mentality a little bit. You know, you've got to make sure our away waveform is picking up wins on, on the road where Toronto you, you probably don't get that much joy. You know, but in a 12-team league, you got you got to pick up those wins, and it's a big challenge. And every time I coach teams when it's a 12-team, you know, it always goes down to the wire. We have no illusions; we know it's going to be tough. But I got a good bunch of boys around us, and you know, I'm sure they'll do the club well.
10: My name's Paul Matthews, assistant coach at Ponty R.F.C. So, what's the mood in, in Ponty going into the season? Do you know? I'm really excited. I think we're really looking forward to um, building on
4: uh,
10: a really tough season last year competed really really well just fell short maybe at the end of the season recruited really well trained really hard uh, a new fitness coach come in um, worked them really well and hopefully you know we'll take that into um, into the season who's
0: in who's out Who should we watch
10: James Murphy we've picked up from Cardiff we've had Christian Parker coming in in the back row from Embervale. but probably the biggest thing is that we've retained pretty much 95% of the squad that we had last year and we've picked up you know, a couple of probably players who are coming in from championships, clubs who are very, very good players and, and are looking to make the step up to, you know, Premiership level. So we're really excited for them, those guys as well.
0: Might lose one or two to regional rugby, and but you've got a core who know what it takes to win.
10: Yeah, we had a good relationship last year with the region, and we, you know, we had some boys come back to us, and you know, it's only fair that we, you know, we give them, you know, some of our players for the, those A fixtures. And from what I can gather, they've done really, really well. They're excited they to be back wearing the jersey as well. So. It, it, no? so last year, close
0: yourselves, Cardiff and Merthyr. It was a bit of a blues region competition last year. Is it going to be the same sort of thing? Do you think?
10: Do you know what i don't look, uh, with with t- going down to 12 teams you know everybody within premiership rugby is really really excited to see what that brings but i think everybody's realistic and they know that every game is going to be a real battle not really sure which places you can go away from home and pick up points, and also you know teams are going to be looking to come away from home and, and pick up points at Sardis Road as well. So you know, just excited to be in the mix last year, but realistic, we know that it's going to be a really tough, tough year as well. And
0: you know, from last year, in the end, it came down to just one or two fairly close games, just going
10: one way instead of the other. Yeah, that is what we have to learn from last year: is that maybe one or two games where we were very, very close to winning those games, and we just fell short. And if we hadn't, you know, we would have pushed Murtha for that, um, that top spot. And that's the challenge and the learning we have to take in from last year.
0: And if everyone's was going to say anyone could beat anyone as a thing, then the Bridgen game at the end of the year maybe be the, the one they mentioned.
10: Certainly, yeah, certainly. And, and, and teams will look at that and, and think, you know what, Bridgen can come to Silas Road and, and do that. And we have, again, it's about us... Ponapuri, this renowned Sardis Road for being a, a tough place to come, we need to make sure that's the case uh, this year again as it has been for many a year so nothing changes on that front
0: This launch for many many years was held at Sardis
10: Road the last <laughs> couple of years it's been up here in Merthyr, where's it going to be next year? hopefully back in Ponaprith but uh, maybe in Cardiff uh, maybe Cardiff wanted a slice of that as well so now, nah, do you know what it's a, it's a great facility here so not too far to come from
5: Bonapreth There,
0: Morgan Allen Cardiff RFC so Cardiff obviously really close last year what's it take to go that little bit further this time
5: I think a poor start cost us last year I think we threw away a couple of games so looking into this season I think it's important for us to get a fast start and maintain a bit of momentum rather than trying to pick and choose our games a bit later on. I think it's important for us to keep a steady flow all the way through.
0: Winning the Cup, what did that do for you?
5: I, I think it just showed that we can you know, perform in the big games and that we can beat anyone on our day as long as we put a performance in. So it's just showed now that as long as we play well, we can we can win those games.
0: Was there a greater consistency, than the likes of yourself and a few others with plenty of
5: experience playing more often than not? I think so, yeah. I think that it just helps bring the, bring the maybe less experienced guys together. I think we've got a good sort of core squad. Um, last season, which we've mean, we, we signed a lot of players this year, which we've, we've come in and brought another uh, sort of big, good, good core together, which has helped pull other boys together and just increase the squad as a whole. So
0: who should, should we be looking out for?
5: Um, obviously, your guys at Tom abfield has been a big signing for us. Zach O'Driscoll, I think, is going to have another big year, along with some other the backs. like Gareth Thompson to be kind of, kind of pull the strings of ten for us. Sambi, I think, is going to be an influence in the midfield as well. Give your assessment as someone who's tasted higher levels of, of this league,
0: and in particular, maybe this league is a 12-team league. It's going to be this year.
5: Um, I think it's going to be a lot more intense. I think it's a lot more on the games. Can't afford to slip up. One bad result could send you, you know, shooting a couple of places down the table. But the games coming thick and fast after Christmas, I think it's going to be a, a lot more intense and a lot more robust.
0: And last year, of course, it was a three blues teams up at the top. Will you do the same again?
5: Uh, hopefully, hopefully, we're just at the top of that three though.
0: Well, we're in Merthyr. And that's where the launch has been the last couple of seasons. What are the chances of it being in the Arms Park next year? I don't think there's any reason why we can't go a step further than
5: last year. Cardiff, one of the sides that have won this competition. So is that something that gets talked about at all? Not massively. You know, I know they've struggled the last couple of seasons with, uh, for whatever reason. But I think now is coming. There's a bit of stability there. You know, it'd be nice just to get back to some winning ways. Obviously, we picked the cup up last year, which was massive for us. So it'd be nice just to pick up something else this year. So, Rugby World Cup quarter-final
0: preview time in next week's Welsh Rugby Union podcast.